JOMO, or the joy of missing out, might have been a thing before the pandemic. But it's safe to say that the world is in collective FOMO right now. As lockdown restrictions continue to lift in the UK, there's a definite sense of playing catch-up on a year's worth of missed experiences. The truth is that coming safely out of lockdown is wonderful, exciting and just a bit scary. Even if you were the most outgoing and social person before Covid, getting back into a busy, noisy, chaotic world will be overwhelming at times. And for those who favoured the quiet sanctuary of their homes and sighed in relief as social invitations disappeared, the anxiety around lockdown lifting will be very real. If you can relate to any of the above, then this episode might just help you to navigate the coming weeks and months and beyond. So join me as I share my six essential tips for finding calm in a new normal, whatever normal means. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Calm Edit Podcast, a show for busy women who want to live well and stress less without having to break the bank. Life is a lot these days, and being a woman comes with its own particular set of stresses. That's why it's so important to find moments of calm and get some you time. If that's a concept you're not familiar with, then you're definitely in the right place. I'm your host, Tanya Sinclair, and in each episode, I'll chat about all things well-being and self-care, I'll recommend budget-friendly products, and I'll share a few personal tips for calmer living. And because I know you only have so many hours in the day, each episode in this season is 15 minutes or less. A quick dose of calm for when you're on the go. It's mid-April, spring has arrived, and the dark clouds of the past year are finally beginning to lift. But before we all go hurtling around at 100 miles an hour, or swearing off our social lives completely, it's worth taking a little time to think about what you want your world to look and feel like after lockdown. My first tip is to think about time. More specifically, your free time. How much of it do you need and how do you want to spend it? Does a full social calendar make you happy? Or did time at home make you appreciate the need for a bit more quiet time with you and the family? Are you wanting to get out and travel? Or are staycations or local trips now more your speed? Have you missed group activities? Or are you comfortable doing things by yourself or online these days? You can pull up the notes on your phone or jot them down if you like. Or if you love a good Pinterest board, you could take five minutes with a cuppa and pin examples of the things you want to do with your time this year. This is probably something I'll do for myself over on the Carmelit Pinterest page. So feel free to check it out when you're over there. The point of this first tip is to get clear about how you want to use your time, because it means you can make better decisions when all of the choices come at you at once, which they will, of course, even if you have the smallest social circle. And that leads me nicely on to tip number two, which is to let others know what you're comfortable doing in terms of get-togethers. We're not out of the woods yet when it comes to variants and infection spikes, so it's okay to be cautious around meeting others and to do it gradually. Letting family, friends and colleagues know where your head is at is a good way to manage expectations up front. For those of you not up for the large or many social gatherings, I know it feels awkward to say no to things, but you can do it in a kind and gentle way. You could say something like, thank you for the invitation, 
It sounds wonderful, but I'm not quite ready to meet up with others yet. As soon as I'm feeling more comfortable, you'll be the first to hear from me. Or maybe, thanks so much for the lovely invite. Going forward, I'm trying to keep the diary manageable by limiting social gatherings. So maybe we can pencil something in in a few weeks or months. Saying no is uncomfortable, but it's not impossible. And it's something you should try if you don't want the diary getting cluttered again. The people who love and care about you will understand. If some don't, then they might need to do some reflecting of their own. Send them the link to this episode if that helps. And for those of you wanting to see everyone ASAP, please bear in mind that it might be your loved ones and friends who want to take things slow. Give them the space and the time they need. And remember that everyone is going to adjust to this new set of changes at their own pace. Let's move on to my third tip, which is to get outside and do something fun. The last 12 months have understandably been really, really heavy. In the UK, we had three enforced periods of lockdown and they took their toll on all of us. But now's the time to head out into the fresh air and do just one thing a week that you enjoy. That could be window shopping, having a drink in a pub garden, seeing friends in a local park for a picnic, taking a walk by the beach or driving out to the countryside. It doesn't matter if it's time away from home then it's good for you. And believe me, I say this as a complete homebody who had very little problem being indoors for the last year. But even I was pleased to get out this last weekend. It was actually lovely to feel the sun on my face and to see something other than the same four walls. Just be sure to get outside in a way that's comfortable and safe for you. Tip four is for anyone feeling anxious about getting back to work. Whether that's coming off a furlough scheme, starting a new job, or physically returning back to the workplace. There are definitely companies working hard to ensure that staff can return as safely and flexibly as possible. And the technology available today was probably 10 years away from being implemented if COVID hadn't come along. Working from home is a very real option for many, and it's worth considering if you valued family time and the disappearance of the dreaded daily commute. But there will also be instances where good planning and risk assessments aren't happening, or where staff are being mandated to come back to work without consultation. Responsible employers will be well aware of this, but the pandemic will have had all sorts of impacts on employees. You may have caught COVID and are still recovering from the initial impacts. You may now find yourself being a carer, or you may have decided to shift the work-life balance. If you haven't yet had your jab, or you don't feel comfortable with the back-to-work arrangements, or lack thereof, it's definitely worth checking your company policies and speaking to a manager or the HR department about your options. And if the work situation becomes difficult, stressful, or just plain unsafe, try your union or contact citizens' advice. I'll leave a link in the show notes. So tip number five is to stay consistent with any healthy habits, hobbies or self-care routines that saw you through lockdown. It doesn't matter how trivial they seem, If they've helped you to feel good or healthy, then they need to come with you into your new normal. Trust me, there will be things you've tried during lockdown that you wouldn't have otherwise. Don't neglect them just because life is pulling at you from all directions. Taking good care of yourself is as important as it's ever been. But what if you didn't have time to do anything for yourself during lockdown? Or what if you're still in lockdown or stuck at home? I totally hear you and I'm here to help. 
I've created the Busy Woman Self-Care Plan and the at-home mini toolkit for Calm. Two completely free, downloadable resources that are filled with ideas and prompts to help you take care of yourself and find calm at home. You can download them over at thecalmedit.com slash resources. Now on to my sixth and final tip, which sounds simple enough, but it's to find acceptance in the fact that the world is a different place now. There was life before COVID-19, and there's life after it. And if your new normal means trying to recreate the past, you're probably going to have a harder time moving out of lockdown. Try to stay flexible with plans and be patient with your expectations over the next few months. We will find balance again, but we need to give ourselves time to process the grief, shock and trauma of what's happened, and in some cases are still happening. So be kind to yourself and those around you in this time of uncertainty, and trust in your ability to get through this next chapter. Okay, so those are my six tips for getting out of lockdown and adjusting to a new normal. Here's a quick roundup. Number one, think about how much free time you need and how you want to spend it. Two, let others know what's comfortable for you in terms of socialising and set boundaries. Tip number three, get outside and have some fun. Number four, look at what longer term flexibility or support your employer can offer. Number five, bring healthy habits, hobbies and self-care activities with you. And don't forget to download my free self-care guide. And tip number six, accept that things have changed, stay flexible with plans and be kind to yourself. In episode one, I mentioned that from time to time I'd share a favourite Calm Living product or something from the Calm Edit community. Today I thought I'd mention my favourite product for better sleep. Let me just say that there's not a whiff of a sponsor in sight. This is something my sister gifted me because she knows how bad I am for waking up in the night. But when I spray the Tisserand Sleep Better Pillow Mist, I do get to enjoy the heavenly scent of jasmine, sandalwood and lavender. Pure relaxation in a bottle. Now my sister is never one to pass up on a bargain, and this mist really is that. You get 100 mils for about £11, and honestly, I've used it for months and there's still loads left. That's because it's full of pure essential oils and comes in a spritz bottle, so a little goes a long way. I use a couple of sprays over the pillow, sheets and around me before bedtime, and I'm soon feeling sleepy and relaxed. I've noticed that on the nights I haven't used the spray, it's taken me longer to fall asleep and to stay asleep. So maybe there really is something to this magical mist. I know I'm not the only one who finds sleeping difficult, and it's definitely a topic I'll be exploring in future episodes. But for now, I wanted to recommend something affordable and relaxing that, quite honestly, you can spray anytime you're in need of calm. If you'd like to give the mist a try, you can pick up a bottle direct from tisserand.com. P.S. It's cruelty-free and vegan-friendly. So that's it for this week, my calm-seeking friend. Thank you so much for joining me. And I hope the tips in today's show have given you some food for thought when it comes to life after lockdown. For the full show notes, visit thecalmeditpod.com slash two. And before you go, be sure to follow to receive new episodes. You can do this through the app you're using to listen to this podcast, or you can sign up for email alerts at thecalmeditpod.com slash follow. Thanks again for joining me, Tanya Sinclair, in this episode of the Calm Edit Podcast, and I'll catch you in the next one.